0: Oh my, look at that fish! What's up everybody, welcome to the Smalley Talk podcast. This is your host, Josh Shrinko. And uh coming from his wife's closet, I can see her panties mine do Don't you dare <laughs> I see I see some really nice panties behind you. <laughs> dude. Panties. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. There might be some up there, if we're being honest. But
0: oh yeah, I'm gonna be. This is gonna be the best podcast ever, dude. Those are
1: actually mine.
0: (laughs) Even better.
1: (laughs) I bought those underwear edible arrangements last weekend.
0: Always got to have a couple of a couple of Eddie underwear in the in the drawer, dude. (laughs) You just never. You never. You never know what might come up.
1: I'll tell you why. Ever since I watched that Bear Grylls episode where he was eating night crawlers. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to always have an extra snack on me. (laughs) I
0: mean, yeah. What's better than edible underwear, dude? Wear it right on (laughs) you. Nothing. Yeah, a little little sweet, a little salty, you (laughs) know?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I remember uh, the the, uh, Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Uh Uh, Larry the Cable Guy, which I probably don't think I would like his stuff now, but he had a whole bit about edible underwear and i remember me and my dad and my brother awkwardly laughing about that for like <laughs> just like <laughs> that was the funniest thing i was church boys had ever heard in our freaking lives
0: <laughs> just chuckling <laughs> just giggling about those edible underwear <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. so what's up man uh i uh i i was talking to you over the weekend or it was the end of last week and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go fishing, and I, I never heard about it. So that's usually not a good sign.
1: I didn't go. I haven't. I've just been.
0: Oh, doggy! I've,
1: I've been homebody lately. It's it's yeah. been uh, just so. Our house is like we're in project house. Uh, yeah. The baby combination of factors. It's been brutal. I've been I've been staying off the water. It's been rough.
0: What you doing tomorrow
1: night, bud? Nothing that would stop me from fishing.
0: <laughs> well, I was looking at my schedule, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go fishing tomorrow night. So no. you want to
1: go? Yeah, for sure. What do you want to? Yeah, absolutely. No question.
0: Yeah, I want to go somewhere really good. So yeah,
1: yeah, I, I do too. Um, I have
0: I have an appointment at. Let's see here. What time is my appointment tomorrow. Appointment at ten AM. I don't have anything else all day.
1: So I've got something I need to be listening to.
0: Yeah, well, that but can yeah, always can be done on the water.
1: I, I can yeah, for sure. That's why that's why the good Lord created Bluetooth ear pods, dude. Well, I I know that. <laughs> I know that's true. I mean that's the plan. But yeah, for sure. I'll I'll do it. I'll skip out.
0: We've we've been we've been known to listen to conference calls on the water. A lot of times.
1: <laughs> well, when I'm, not, it's a difference between when I'm running the thing and when yeah. I'm, just you know, when I just have to be kind of listening. I feel comfortable doing that,
0: but you chime uh, in every once in a while just to pretend like you're actually paying attention. I'm
1: actually precluded from speaking at all because it's a sworn, it's a deposition. So, mm. okay, I'm just, I'm a lowly co-counsel on this case that's not I'm it's the defense lawyer's the one taking the deposition so I'm just sitting there listening and I'm second so there's literally no chance that I have anything to say at all so
0: okay I can do it I, I like that um yeah so we'll talk we'll plan that after the podcast is over but, um so we did we did do an episode at our on our Michigan trip but I think it was uh, it was, boys were getting wild on that one, so I don't know how much actual like solid content <laughs> got was, out during got that
1: out. episode. It was a wild boys, dude they were <laughs> they were unleashed the fury of the of the freaking offensive line of kayak fishing was unleashed upon the (laughs) wilds of northern michigan
0: dude how good was that how good was that meme that alex made of you (laughs) (laughs) he was poking fun at chris being the small guy which chris isn't a small guy but like i was the next smallest guy yeah so i felt like, like we were
1: in the same weight class which is <laughs> not a feeling i often get <laughs> i was like if this if some shit goes down here <laughs> i don't know it's i'm in rough shape i'm just gonna i'm gonna have to just like go fetal yeah so early on
0: alex isn't really big he's just tall yeah he's
1: just tall yeah,
0: yeah. craven's in the crow and the Crowley's probably about my size and then uh yeah, Cravens is humongous. He's a mountain, mountain of a man. Yeah, but you and, I, you
1: and I are about the same height, I would say. Yeah.
0: yeah, we're about, You may we're be,
1: I don't know if you're, you may be tall. I'm not, I'm not sure, but. I'm like six you know, foot, so. Yeah, you know, we're like a, almost the same height.
0: Yeah, Cravens is feel. probably,
1: he's like six four. Yeah. He, he's a big boy. He's big, yeah. He's very he, tall. He,
0: he ain't skinny either. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Chris, Chris goes during, was it during the podcast? I think it was you looked at him and you're yeah. like you go, he was telling a story about some girl hitting on him or something.
1: Uh-huh. Was it that? He was getting cat called.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, you're probably not used to that, are you? <laughs> okay.
1: So that was as we were as we were taking out, there were some uh young kids that were Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Fooling.
1: They were fooling out on the river just going berserk and uh they were Asked Josh or me, I'm not sure. Probably Josh, I guess, about the size of his penis when we were out on the boat together. <laughs> and uh, so, weirdly enough, I went. I did go fishing like for like an hour and a half one night. Um, it was like right when the river was spiking, so it wasn't very good where I went. But all I had was like an hour and a half, so I just went out. And um, as so, I have I have the Ulterra. I have a Mincota Ultera. Uh, 80 pound trolling motor on the front of my boat, which if you're not familiar, that's like a, it's got a deploy function on the trolling motor. So you don't have to manually lower the trolling motor in the water. You press a button, it deploys your trolling motor, and then you can automatically control it. So the commercial for the thing is this very slick maneuver where a guy like power launches his boat, I guess. uh, i can only imagine what happened (laughs) goes up and parks his like truck and everybody's sitting there like what guy this guy didn't rope his boat off idiot and then he just like he's like drinking coffee and he like presses deploy and brings the trolling motor up right next to the dock and he just steps off the dock right onto his boat okay so that's the commercial uh, I can tell you that, um, a couple of times, this actually for sure happened once and Ashley was on the boat, so it didn't become an issue. Okay. Where I tried to do that and Ashley was on the boat and the motor trolling motor just did not respond. And so Ashley never driven my boat before had to start it up and drive it to me. So that, that's a husband and wife tinderbox for a big argument. That moment there. Uh, so it didn't go well the first time I tried it. The second time I tried it, uh, I was on West Street, which is like a literally a homeless camp where you launch your boat. And I launched it, walked up, was like doing something. And I like press deploy and my boat just kept floating down the river <laughs> away from me and not at fa- a fast pace at all. And mind you, the commercial even was like, this is a lake thing, probably, most likely. <laughs> don't try it on a river. They didn't say that, but maybe at the fine print. It might have said that. I can't be sure. But anyways, my boat, I launch it, and I'm just like, cool as a cucumber around these homeless guys. I don't know why I was trying to impress them at all. They have nothing at all in their lives. And I was like, I'm going to impress these homeless guys with my very fancy trolling motor. <laughs> it didn't work. I had to end up swimming out into the middle of the river, <laughs> climbing onto the back of my boat like a drowned rat in feces water. And then just like proceed about my fishing day. And I could just imagine that those homeless guys are like, that that guy should have tied a rope on his boat. Even though I don't own a I don't own a TV. A car, I haven't had a job in years, but I would have tied my boat off. <laughs> like and and of course they hadn't seen the commercial that's only on like Saturday it, mornings on ESPN2 was was it plugged in? Oh yeah, it just wouldn't connect for whatever reason. <laughs> so anyway, so I go I go last week. And this is like I'm like I'm going to do this. There are there are two like 20 something year old black kids sitting at the boat ramp at Henderson Henderson Ford, okay? I don't know what they're doing there. They must have gotten lost. I don't know. But they were this lovely young lovers enjoying the sunset over the river, okay? So they're sitting there, and these two guys were trying – they tried to create a surface drive. They had like a 12-foot John boat, and they had a homemade surface drive that was made from a weed eater engine.
0: Oh, hell yeah. They were
1: (laughs) ripping, needless to say. They they were they couldn't move at all. It didn't work. But, but anyways, they were oh, like, oh. Man. <laughs> I, I launched their boat for them. They were just two yokels. I launched their boat for them like, we just saw this and we thought it might work. I was like, it, it very well could. I'm very curious. <laughs> it, they literally were like a half mile down the river and 45 seconds, the current just took them away. They're gone. <laughs> Those guys are dead now. So now, now my thought is, there's this piece of shit boat. I'm gonna show these two youngins sitting by the river what a real rig is all about. Okay, <laughs> this all went through my head, mind you, and I am a complete loser for thinking all of this. <laughs> so I launched my boat, and it works like a charm. Okay, like a charm. I mean, it looked. I didn't even have to get my toe in the water. I brought my trolling motor back stepped on the boat, oh. powered upstream. This this kid goes, now that was awesome. And I like <laughs> turned my boat on and like nodded and <laughs> up the river. Okay. And I'm thinking to myself, God, you're so cool. You're the coolest <laughs> dude. And then I realized most likely that kid was just fucking with me and making fun of me. <laughs> I'm wearing, and then I look down and I'm like, I'm like, you're so cool, dude. And then I look down and I'm wearing like pink and black swim trunks with little sharks on them.
0: I saw like, a picture of you with those
1: in yeah, And a, a cut off cross country. Yes. A cross country shirt from 2003 that says make dust or eat dust. I'm like 215 pounds. There's, those He's, kids did not think I was cool at all. He's
0: highly impressed, dude.
1: No. I I think
0: he was. (laughs) I um, don't know. I wish I would have been there when your boat floated away
1: from you and that thing didn't deploy. (laughs) I was I was like just envisioning like what these guys thought about what I just did. Like them just standing there looking at each other like that's what that's that's the fish that's fishing. (laughs)
0: Like uh, oh, uh aren't you supposed to like tie that boat up or something? Like, and I looked, <laughs> no, um, I usually swim
1: to it, just try to get some
0: exercise.
1: In <laughs> I, I looked so confident. The guy, like, even like did me did one of those things, like, "You know what you're doing?" Like with his eyes, <laughs> like, "Yes, yes, watch, <laughs> just watch this." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so was that the time you said you only got out for like an hour and a half or something?
1: Yeah, yeah, I just got out for an hour and a half. I caught some fish, I mean, I caught like you know five or seven. And I had one really nice fish blow up, but, you know, I just was out for like a little bit. I, yeah, you know, had to get out and do something.
0: I think I was like the day after I got out. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Yeah, um, you went, I was going to go where you went.
0: Yeah. Our Michigan trip was, I would say, probably the least productive Muskegon trip that we've experienced. Uh, the least from a...
1: productive trip that we've ever had north in in any way i would say well
0: from a big fish standpoint we caught we did catch a lot of fish it just cool. we we were not catching the 18 pluses that we're used to um but those fish were in i would call them full out summer mode it was pretty hot up there there really isn't was no sort of uh weather change going on um <clears throat> and then uh I went out one time waiting for like two hours and it was really slow. Water was a little murky. Um, So not a lot of updates as far as fishing. So, but I would say in the last week, we've had a stark change in seasons. Um, We went from pretty consistent, you know, uh, 80 to even 90 degree days to, you know, I think even got down in the forties one morning um, last week. And it was hot today, but um, it's it feels like fall. It feels like fall started.
1: Yep. So, it so, definitely does. There's a little chill on in the mornings now. Um, everything feels drier, even though we just got like three inches of rain. It just feels like it's dying off. Night's coming. I mean, it's, you know, like tonight, it got dark really early. So
0: it's yeah, definitely here. Sort of. I, I've said this before on the podcast, but... Sort of bittersweet time of year because I really do yep. enjoy a fall, the fall fishing, and I, I'm summer so like...
1: trips, um, yeah. pumpkin spice.
0: <laughs> Did you see that post I put up on our
1: story? Han, Han Solo style? What's that
0: Han Solo style? I'm not sure. You
1: haven't seen that. that? Oh, it's like a white thermal underwear shirt, black vest, blue jeans, uh, and brown boots. Yeah, I like that. Yeah.
0: That's a, some some white girl stuff, dude. For sure. <laughs> Uh but it you know, fall time is for smallmouth guys, you know, you see about a hundred posts on Facebook about football season's here, you know, oh, that yeah. sort of thing. But, you know, the whole sentiment is that, you know, smallmouth are getting fat and they look like footballs. And uh, you know, I don't think we're quite to that part of the year yet, but it's like well, it might be because actually we saw Nacreli. Post up, he caught like four or five 18 inches today. So, really? Yeah, yeah.
1: So I think um, I know where we should go.
0: I know. That's what I was actually thinking because it's up, but it's not up a ton. It's pretty, yeah, pre- pretty prime right now. Um, but I think we're just now starting. And, and I think that, you know, we'll talk a little bit about kind of fall transitions here, but the, the fall feed. Is a fairly short and somewhat sporadic um, period. I think you'll have days, and you know, maybe two or three days in a row where like feed, 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 and then they'll get shut down for a while, and you'll mm-hmm. have to go on bottom. I mean, some of our best days in the fall have been on bottom, so it's not terrible, but they're not like gorging on bait fish. And then, you know, you'll have them really kind of on, off, on, off, feed, not feed, feed, not feed. Up until probably the end of October into Mm maybe the first week of November, and then, um, and then after that, you start getting to the like, all right, their metabolism slowing down, they're they're not really feeding really actively. So, we have you know about a month left. So,
1: saddens me to hear it, dude.
0: It does. It, I think of two things one, I think of you know the the last hurrah with fishing which we actually had a really good trip like in November last year mm-hmm. um, so,
1: uh, did we I thought it was in October
0: no it was in November
1: are you talking about a trip um, to Michigan
0: no no we had a trip on sugar just one day hmm. uh, it might have been an overnight or it was I don't know it was in the raft
1: so yeah the old it, we raft. usually do an overnight like at the end of October, yeah. That's yeah, like, we, our, I don't
0: think we did it overnight this year, or last year, but we did a, uh, we did a, um, maybe we did, I don't know. Yeah, I
1: think I we think did. We did our normal stretch, but it was horrible the first day, and then the second day it was great.
0: Maybe that was it. oh yeah, because I think I brought some of the, I remember bringing those, um, uh, like old foil pack things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, we tore those bad boys up. <laughs> we yeah. had... We got some munchies going on. Go. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> yeah, uh, dude,
1: but... I, I don't know. I, I uh this year is it's been weird, dude. I I know that the season's not over. There's some there's some good fishing to be had for sure, but the baby just it's it, it's a game changer, dude, the the baby mm-hmm. thing. I mean, it's it's getting great now. I mean, he's starting to sleep better and all that kind of stuff, but it's it's been a big. I gotta say, it's it's definitely throttled me back quite a bit, old boys.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I get it, dude. Yeah, yeah.
1: Between that I, and we've been because of the baby, we've been renovating the house and stuff. But I'm looking forward to, you know, the the next few weeks will be a little bit more open. So I'm looking yeah. forward
0: to. I got a forward. Florida vacation with the family, um, the second week of October. No, um, nice. So that's gonna. Are, are you going me with down Danny a little bit? Yeah, we're going with Danny, and Chelsea.
1: Are you guys uh, going to fish at all?
0: Yeah, I think we're going to try to take kayaks.
1: So, oh, nice! That'll be fun.
0: Yeah, we're going to do some inshore fishing. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, I'm going to try to get out maybe twice a week between now and the end of end of October. Ooh. So get me in some nice little, you know, time in, and um, yeah, start tomorrow.
1: So, yeah i like that you got any tourneys coming up
0: nope tourney season's over um how did
1: you finish in the
0: i got fourth in the angler of the year race
1: were you angler of the year last year yeah yeah dude Um, who did you pass your title upon
0: um nick matthews got angler Angler congratulations
1: nicholas yeah
0: i know I had a pretty bad, like, first, like, four tournaments. The The last one I got second in and had a good one. But, yeah, just – it was a weird year, man. You know, started a company, and, you know, we were just real busy. It Didn't have a lot of time to focus. On. And last year was an exception, you know, COVID going on. We had a lot of free time on our hands. And this year it was quite the opposite. So, yeah.
1: um even though COVID was here, so we had none of the upsides, basically.
0: Yeah, I know, exactly.
1: <laughs> Last year, the big upside was, you know. I mean, I was really rooting for that Delta variant, i got to be honest. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't come through for me. <laughs> it, well, you know, it didn't, it didn't. <laughs> thinned out
0: the herd a little bit but you know we we saw it to go to work so (laughs) yeah uh but yeah it is it is pretty uh you know it's it's interesting to see that like the more fishing is like anything else man you know practice makes perfect the more you fish the better you get at it and it you know it really does like you know there's some skills that sort of you know, it's like riding a bike, you know, you never lose it. But at, from like being in tune with the fish and like fishing at a high level, being on the water, there's no substitute for being no, on the water. I feel
1: the, dude, I feel the same way. I feel like year in and year out up until this year, I felt extremely dialed in to what's been, to what's going on. Like, I feel like, I don't know, dude, it's weird. I feel very disconnected. Like I don't, like I would be going out there and kind of guessing.
0: Yeah. To some extent. I mean
1: I mean it's some of it's historical, but I'm saying like year in, year out, before now I felt like I know exactly what maybe not exactly, but within a limited parameters, I know that either where the fish where the fish are, where I've been finding fish, or, you know, with within a limited set of parameters, I knew that I could get on fish easily. Mm-hmm. And then this this year, because I just haven't been out on the water as much, I feel very, um, I don't know. Dis-
0: disconnected.
1: Yeah, maybe that is just the right word. But yeah,
0: the... I think you do. I mean, the same thing with me, man. I just haven't. Ha- I probably fished, you know, maybe 60% of what I did last year. Yeah. And that makes a big difference. Um, not that you can't go out and catch fish. It just, like you said, it's just there's a lot larger gap there between the last time you went. And when you're going now and, like, learning, like, it really does take, like, you know, two or three times out in the water to, like, really get a feel for what the fish are doing. And not that it can't change from day to day because it can. But, like, I even felt like the Muskegon trip, like, if we would have been on the water two more days, we would have probably murdered them. But because we were really, like, figuring out those fish the first couple days. And we were catching fish, just not the big ones. And those those are the ones that make a difference.
1: You know. Yeah, they, they do at this point. They do. I mean, we caught like a hundred and ten, I think, or some, ten, you know, whatever it was, over a hundred on the first day. Yes, yeah. the big ones just, you know, we just, had
0: four. What do we have four over eighteen? Yeah,
1: yeah, it then. seems like the other trips, they've just we've been able to pattern them a lot quicker. Just this one, you know, for whatever reason, bigger fish were just in a different specific type pattern that we just never really got onto. Never lucked. Yeah,
0: yeah, and you know, besides the May trip which you know we're almost getting ready to start the countdown to that one again
1: i know dude. Um, that's one is, big blessing that honestly me... is the biggest benefit like benefit of a spring trip
0: oh yeah yeah it gets me excited um
1: but I mean, we've batted around the idea of moving it to late summer or fall but
0: it's gonna be that's gonna be hard to pull the <laughs> <on>. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be tough uh, uh, after last
1: year i don't see how we move it i mean it yeah. was, such a, you know, it had everything. There's literally nothing else we could have asked for last year.
0: Yeah, because I think we were under the impression that if we hit it too early or too late, it would ruin the trip. And we, we hit it significantly later in the phase of spawn this last year, and it it was actually better. It like, didn't In a lot of aspects, great, yeah. it was better. So I agree. I think if you hit full pre-spawn bite, it would be really good. If you hit full post-spawn bite, it would be really good. Or if you hit spawn, it's good. You know
1: we yeah, is all
0: the big X factor up there is just flooding. You know, mm-hmm. it's like if it floods, you know, it's out of play, and you know, I don't know what we'll do if that happens. We got we've kind to mold over some things, but um, so I guess yeah. we
1: could probably talk about some fall stuff before we jump straight to spring. Well, so, well, what
0: I was what I was getting at though about this year in general was other than the spring trip, I feel like I didn't have that like trip that I was like, "Oh man, we really had the big fish dialed in." All right. You know? Probably the closest was like that White River tournament that I fished cuz mm-hmm. I had and consequently I had fished 3 days prior to that, you know, so I had a chance to really figure out the fish. I fished like two times a week leading up to that and 2 days before the tournament and I like really knew what was going on and that makes a huge difference. I mean, mm-hmm. but Besides that, I really haven't had those days. So I'm kind of looking forward, you know, because I think you you have two things. One, what we talked about is like, yeah, you like really get in tune with the fish. You know what they're doing. And then there's also days where you just go out and they're just freaking hammering, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm, I think we're going to have a couple of those days in October. So and one of them may be tomorrow.
1: It could be. You know, probably, I mean, the water temperature dropped 10 degrees in the last week Mm -hmm. because of the changes in weather. Today, the high was 85. So it could just be a simple fact and sunny. So it could have just been a simple fact of that temperature spike Mm -hmm. popping. I mean, that would be my theory on why today, you know, worked out, you know, hopefully I don't know what the weather's supposed to be like tomorrow, but if it if the warm streak continues, it may not be as good as it was today, but it, it. it should carry over, I would think. Let me
0: look at, me look at the weather here. But okay, so um, yeah, it's going to be almost an identical day tomorrow. Yeah. Um, no rain. High of eighty three. So it shouldn't. Below. It
1: may not be as good as today when those fish kind of were hunkered down for the last, you know, week or so. But it may be. It may be pretty good. It may be good. So,
0: let's say we go. Let's say we go to a uh, stretch on White River,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, up north. Let's say we go somewhere up north. What what do you what's what's your what's your game plan?
1: Hmm.
0: What do you what do you think the fish are doing? What's your game plan?
1: See this this is kind of what I mean. I don't know. Like, I mean, I know that we just got a bunch of rain, so I don't. It, it'll depend. Okay. I'm gonna give you the, some on the I'm gonna,
0: some, I'm gonna give you some some hypothetical scenarios. River is um hang on here. I'm gonna give you an exact thing here. All right, so tomorrow mm-hmm. get on the water at one o'clock. Okay. Uh River is bumping in Noblesville at six hundred CFS.
1: Okay. okay. What did it spike at? Thirty-two fifty
0: ish. And how many days
1: ago was that? This
0: was on twenty fourth. So, so we're, we're we're four days four post days spike. Um you have uh, visibility of um around eighteen inches.
1: I would say okay. that's about probably what's gonna be eighteen to twenty four inches, yeah.
0: What you, what's your game plan?
1: Hmm. Well, with with I'll just give you the what my game plan would be with fly gear, mm-hmm. and then you can then you can give me your game plan if you're running conventional. Even though I know what your your game plan would be. <laughs> well, let me just guess what your game plan is going to be, and then I'll give you. No, my.
0: you do fly. I'll do conventional.
1: Uh, all right, then I'll guess conventional. <clears throat>
0: okay.
1: So um, probably what I would do is something like a big like a brush head changer, probably. Something that's got some push, that'll push water. Um, Either white or probably white, let's be honest, white. And I probably would try and like big, like five and a half, six inches. And I would probably want a rattle in it. Probably just a normal nine foot, eight foot leader you know, 20, 15 to 20 pound fluorocarbon on a intermediate, full intermediate line. That's probably my game plan. And I probably start off, um, you know, just a bunch of variable retrieves just to kind of see if you can dial in if they're going to want it dead drift, if they're going to want it burned or whatever. Um, so in this, in this exact scenario, that's what, probably what I would, what I would start with.
0: Okay. So what's oh, your. Other guess? your
1: oh, hold on, yours is the. No, wh-
0: hang on, hang on. So, right. other than that, where, where do you think the fish will be tomorrow? I
1: think For they're going to be middle of the water column, personally. I think they're going to be, especially with the spike in temperature, I don't think that they're going to necessarily need it at like a dead stick. I think that. Like if you're working like a sus, like a suspending jerkbait or a fluke or something like that, I don't think that they're going to need to dead drift, but I think that they're going to want it, you know, somewhat a little slower. And like I said, something with a little bit of push on it, something with a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of noise, something visible, highly visible. But um, for the fly stuff, that's where I would start. With okay. that water, with that water clarity and that, and the, Current condition.
0: All right. what What do you th- What are you gonna guess for me?
1: I think it's gonna it's a no brainer. It's Black not a no brainer for
0: me. Black okay. spinnerbait
1: with with a orange kicker blade.
0: Yeah, that's. I was I was thinking. <laughs> yes. I was thinking. Uh, starting with uh, yeah, covering some water, kind of seeing what they're doing. So I don't in eighteen to twenty four inches of water. I'm not gonna throw something super huge like if it was like 12 or less i would be throwing like a single blade colorado big old you know half to three quarter ounce spinnerbait but tomorrow i'll probably start with like a quarter ounce but black so it has sticks out a little bit with the kicker blade and then um so really just like you know anytime i'm fishing a spinnerbait typically i'm fishing like close to cover so i'm trying to throw it into like you know kind of messy spots like wood you know rocks bouncing it off everything i can bounce it off of and usually you can tell pretty quick if they're going to be on that or not you know it's Mm -hmm. like you know you throw it for half an hour and you know if you don't get any hits in the first 30 minutes you know probably not gonna do very well the second presentation is definitely a fluke and it's you know that's starting to get a little bit muddy for a fluke, but if it's closer to 24, a fluke I'd be comfortable with. If it's closer to 18, um, I'm going to be less inclined to throw that. Um, but, you know, similar to what you we were talking about with the Changer, you know, and and a lot of people don't get this, you know, I guess they don't think about it in this aspect of, yeah, I can catch fish with a fluke for sure, Um, And it's versatile and I can do all kinds of things with it. But one thing I really enjoy about a fluke, and I think it's beneficial any type of presentation like that, is you can really like see how the fish are reacting to that. Like if if you throw a spinnerbait, you know, and a fish bumps it, like you don't really know what happened. You know, you either caught it or you didn't catch it. You Mm -hmm. didn't see them come up to it or whatever. You didn't observe the fish really at all. You just kind of like either hooked it or you didn't. Um, And sometimes they'll hit it harder. Sometimes they'll hit it softer or whatever. But with a fluke or a game changer, you know, typically you're either seeing the fish react really um, aggressively to it or a lot of times those fish will stick around and it'll chase that kind of bait and you can kill it and you can do all kinds of things, twitch it. And you can really see the fish's like interaction with that bait. And it tells you a lot about what they're doing at the time. Um, I know when you and I go out, like we're always, we had a constant conversation on like, ooh, that fish, you know, was looking at it and it, 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 you know, didn't didn't take it. I can't remember what we were doing at Michigan when I said something and you changed up what you're doing. I think I was just, I was fishing that fluke really slow. Yeah, I was and,
1: fishing it a lot faster than you were. And it it wasn't working nearly as well.
0: Yeah, so I started fishing it you know, you started fishing it slow and then all of a sudden you started to catch fish. And that's the thing with a, a fluke, you can do that and you could observe that. It's like, okay, I'm having fish chase it, but they're not biting it. I mean, there's been days when you and I have had it like almost down to a science where it's like, you know, you get those, those fish, they'll come up to it and you have to do- kill it for like three seconds and you just barely bump it. And then they, you know, that solicits yeah. a strike. You can um,
1: recreate that moment. Yeah. Exactly, thirty, forty times.
0: Yeah, you know, so which
1: is which is one of the, you know, whatever, like the big E, the top water, the whatever. That there's something even separately special, I guess, about being able to recreate, like having the skill set to be able to recreate almost the same exact eat time and time and time and time and time and time again on the same trip, because you just get it. You know, you get dialed into the point where you. Okay, well look, here's an isolated boulder. You know, I'm gonna let the fly or the lure do this exact thing, and the fish will come out. Maybe not the exact same way, but oftentimes they'll stop short in the same way. Mm-hmm. And then the same movement by you will cause the fish to eat, you know, or the same not movement by you, or whatever.
0: Yeah, and there's I something think something
1: cool about that.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of guys who don't who miss that. Part of the whole fishing experience of they just like, well, what are you throwing? It's like, well, that's like, to me, is like 20% of the equation. I mean, like watching how the fish reacts to something. And you could take, you know, a fluke is just what I like throwing, but there's a lot of different presentations.
1: Ned rig, rigs are great and or you know any sort of bottom bait i guess finesse fishing it's what you're doing with a fluke when you fish it the way you do and the way i fish a game changer is you're almost finesse you're just finesse fishing
0: yeah it is it really is
1: it's not power it's not i mean you cover enough waters where it feels like you're power fishing it doesn't feel boring but it's really a finesse technique that you that you that has a visual component to it is is really what it is
0: yeah and it's uh and your ability to manipulate that presentation is really really um it's powerful because you can you know make that make it go fast make it die you can let it sink you can just do all kinds of things with it whereas like a spinnerbait you know or even a nedrig for that example now there are multiple ways you can fish a rig, but it's it's pretty like singular you know Mm -hmm. like you're bouncing on the bottom or you're cranking it faster or slower, but like a fluke, it's just, I mean, you could really realistically, if you had a game changer or a fluke, you could catch fish in every month of the year at some point, you know, if you Mm. really like wanted to be patient. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's cool, but you know, as far as I guess, um, tomorrow and what the fish, you know, I feel like the fish are doing, we're hoping that it's one of those days where they're kind of like they're, they're, um, primal instinct to feed for winter time is triggered um because like I was saying in the beginning like right this time of year it's like they're they're on off on off on off but when they're on they're on when they're off they're yeah tough.
1: and we're not yeah. in the time of fall where like the fish are still spread out like summer you know they're not mm-hmm. they're not going to be i mean maybe to uh, like slightly like but that's another thing if you're super in tune to what's going on out there and you go out two or three times a week throughout the whole fishing season, you might notice the change from, you know, where a summer situation to a little bit more of a relaxed, conserving energy type position. You might, you might notice that, but somebody who gets out as often as I have this year, I probably wouldn't notice that, but they're, you know, they're all kind of spread out. They're all over the place. So they're in that phase of fall right now.
0: I'm hoping that they're starting to like wolf pack up though, because you do this time of year, you will get a little bit of those schools. This is like one of those times when you will get like a school of fish. And sometimes like schools of like big fish will kind of hang out together. Like this is a really, um, last year is one of those days where I caught two twenties in one trip. Mm. And I do think that that um, happens this time of year and, and they're kind of transitioning, right? This is like, They're not quite like summertime, like completely isolated, but they're, I think they're starting to congregate. And really, I think it's what happens is when they go into that feeding mode, they all go to those prime feeding areas and that's why they end up in the same place. Um, And then from there, they transition into like this slower water, but it's cool. Like it, it, they become more predictable. The summertime is really hard to catch big fish a lot of times. And it's because those big fish just they're you Now you will catch them sometimes, but they're just not very predictable. Right. Um, and they become more predictable as it gets colder. Now they're the most predictable in the winter time um, or spawn. That's your two most predictable times. But the problem with the winter time is they don't feed, you know, or they don't feed very much. So Fall is kind of that like magical time where they're predictable, and there's still you still have an opportunity to catch them in a feeding frenzy. So it's you know it's it'll be interesting tomorrow to see. Like I said, one day is really not enough to figure them out. But if you hit it right, and and you know in this day and age, you have the luxury of social media and text messages and stuff. So we're gonna obviously. Put the feelers try to in. yeah put some feelers out and uh try to figure out um you know what the fish are doing before we go and hopefully we get some pretty good information and are able to piece it together quick and that's you know that's really what chris and i try to do when we go out which is to me i mean you're like the funnest guy to go fishing with because we like have done it so much together we right. have a system you know it's like we're, we're working in Compatico, you know, trying to That's like, um, is that it is, Sympatico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're working in Sympatico trying to like think two minds thinking alike, you know, we're really trying to like work off each other and we don't even really have to say a lot sometimes. Like we're just observing each other's stuff. Um, especially when we're in the raft and one of us is rowing, we're like really paying attention to what the other guy's doing.
1: Yeah. And, um, well, so. I think we got a good shot tomorrow. I think we'll be, I think we'll be okay. Well, so what is this? There is a head before we go, <clears throat> uh, anything new in your box?
0: Um, not yet. I have some stuff in my cart. Not my box. Ah, uh,
1: gotcha. Okay. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm working on a new rod and reel setup. I think I'm going to get a, I'm going to jump in the old DC realm. I'm going to get a digital control reel.
1: Oh, you you're uh, talking about that up in Michigan. Right. Cause you saw a hat casting a baitcaster all weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I get uh, a digital control in case that guy ever needs using my baitcaster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you you're doing all right it just no, uh, I'm, there, I'm, there's a period there you're getting a little frustrated
1: no, I, I i'm fine now it's it's just when you don't pick up a baitcaster in a few years you gotta pick one up and it does not go well but it's yeah i fish fished enough with conventional gear this year it's not a big deal but uh okay so i don't really have anything new um i got an imx pro i bought a seven weight imx pro so i'm pretty stoked mm. i'm pretty stoked to give that world tomorrow um I like yeah Yeah, so I did notice one thing on here 23 inch post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. What's that?
0: Um so you know, you know, the quest for a lot of anybody who listens to this kind of knows the quest for 23 thing that we started as, you know, I would say that the blog turned into the podcast. Um but you know, we've made made sort of it um in vogue to talk about a twenty-three incher as like the, you know, main uh goal for a river, you know, the bar to set for a river smallmouth. And uh, every once in a while you'll see somebody throw up a post in there about it. And um I, I just happened to see in one of those smallmouth groups, I think it was Smallmouth Nation, a guy had posted, you know, who's actually caught a 23 inch mm. um smallmouth before? And um, I immediately got on there and I was like, you know, you know, hey, you know, I uh, started the Quest for 23 and, you know, I've only seen like two pictures ever of and Not not to say that I've only seen two pictures of 23s. I've only seen proven pictures of 23s, I think twice, maybe Uh three times.
1: Um, Or did you bring this topic up just to start shit?
0: No, no, I just, well, it was funny because I made a friend and I didn't know the guy. I, I, I didn't know who he was. And, uh, you know, we, so we start going back and forth, back and forth about it. And he messaged me. He, I ended up, ended up, um, becoming a listener of our podcast was listening to our very first episode. Poor
1: sap. (laughs) He
0: goes, i was like i was like have you ever listened to our podcast he's like no what is it and i told him he's like oh my god he's like three seasons he goes i'm listening to season or to episode one right now and he's like messaging me about the episode and stuff
1: i didn't remember um, it i'm sure it was horrible
0: i went back and listened to it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we were pretty we we're pretty juiced in that episode yeah. <laughs> um, but uh before no, the but-
1: just broke us down, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, <yeah>. so nubile, <laughs> so young in the game.
0: <laughs> well, uh, so I start talking with him and it was really funny because he like, he's an experienced enough small mouth guy that he like knows like, yeah, that's not your everyday thing. And it was funny that out of there's probably i don't know 80 to 100 comments on that post and like mm-hmm. everybody's like oh yeah i've caught a 23 and they're like they're 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 showing pictures of like 19s <laughs> and yeah. next to know, the
1: boot or something like look at this <laughs> yeah yeah laying on the uh, ground with i foot have a size, I wear a size 22 shoe
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's like one guy that said he caught a 25 incher nice. on there and it, it was look funny. At this,
1: because- look at this small mouth next to my boot on the sandbar.
0: Mind <laughs> you, this is a
1: size 14 boot. Like, it's supposed to be like, oh, wow. Now there were,
0: there were, so out of the entire thread, the entire thread, there was only one fish that was 23 inches on a board. And guess who's posted it? Let's hear it. I did. <laughs> oh, I, I posted one of them that somebody had sent us. Oh. No, I don't know if you remember that. And that was the only one out of all the ones. Now there was one.
1: I've seen a bunch of them that I'm like, yeah, definitely. I can see that.
0: Exactly. Yeah. There was a couple of them, probably maybe five to 10 of them that I was like, yeah, that could be close. Now there was one that guy had on the board that was touching 23, but the mouth was like wide open.
1: Does not count?
0: Well, I said, I I told the guy, I said, yeah, I go, I got to be honest. If that was my fish, I would probably claim it as 23. And then he was like, he goes, uh, he goes, uh, ah, I wouldn't, he's like, he's like, he's like, you know, to his credit, he's an honest guy. He's like, I just, I wouldn't, unless it was a legit 23 measurement, I wouldn't claim it. And I'm like one, mm, mm. I don't know. Like I would, I don't know. Here's the thing. If you posted that up with that on the board, you're, you're going to get mixed reaction. You're going to get like, right. Yeah. that. You should count it, and then you're gonna get people. They're like, eh, "I,"
1: I say, "count them if it makes you happy, dude."
0: Yeah, it. I would be torn. You're never like,
1: gonna make anybody else happy. Let's well, let's so. say this.
0: Let's say you go to Sugar, mm. which we might we might look at going there too tomorrow. I don't know. We need to. We need to. We haven't been on that all year, mm. um, but um, you know, let's say you go to Sugar, and you catch a twenty-two and like three quarter inch fish, but. Yeah. With the mouth open, you can barely get the tail to scrape twenty three. It's like, what do you do at that point? I I don't know. Like I would be like,
1: for me, it's an easy decision. Touch one. It's twenty three inches. <laughs> I, I don't know.
0: I don't, I don't know what. Know, I, would do. I don't know
1: what the problem is. I don't. I maybe it's because I never got like indoctrinated into this tournament world where I was like, oh, it's not just tournament. It's like for me, it's like it's, the fish is twenty three inches long.
0: Well, world record or a state record or whatever it is, you couldn't use that as a measurement. Like it, it, you know, the, the standard like form of measurement is mouth closed. Now I'm not saying the mouth has to be like jammed against the fence of the measuring board, but it, has to at least be close, and if I got it that close, honestly, I'd probably kill the fish trying to measure it. <laughs> Twenty three inches. <laughs> no, I I'd probably. I, the,
1: yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess the other thing is like when I measure fish, I don't like. I don't know. I just put their jaw. I just put their jaw against it, and I don't like crank their mouth open to like gain extra yardage out of them.
0: So you're doing it for
1: conservation purposes? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no no i mean i'm sure for sure i want to of course like every other idiot i'm posting fish on social media or whatever but you know i i don't i don't know like that's a weird i don't like flatten them out i don't like let them lay there to like i mean you've seen me measure enough fish do i ever do that where i'm like stretch it. you know like i mean a little bit but not you know not like i don't know it's not something i do I you just
0: club them dead so they can't. Tense all right, I up cut.
1: All. I take vertical lines on on <laughs> one side of the fish such that they open up. It opens the fish up a little bit more. Dude, I <laughs> hold on. I'm my computer's about to die. Let me go grab my charger real quick. All right. All
0: right. Hurry up.
1: This is minute mark fifty. Just for the record. Mm,
0: look at that ass. So while Chris is away, we're gonna just just stare at his wife's panty drawer. She's got a bunch of them stacked up there, nice laces. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, you know, I promised Chris that we're gonna go out tomorrow, and I haven't even asked my wife, so I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping that doesn't get uh, vetoed. But um, yeah, you know, as far as like this time of year, um, I'm really counting on. Um, it being one of those days, so we'll see. And then, uh, as far as the twenty-three incher thing goes, you know, I think that my point was behind. You know, I put in the show notes that you know we're going to talk about that. My point was like the guy clearly like was on the same page wavelength as me, as you know, as far as the. The oh yeah, you know, twenty three inches like a big deal, and you know, he was like, he asked me a question. He was like, he's like, I just don't get why people have to lie. Like he he was keeping it cordial on the page, but we were going back and forth in instant messenger, and he's like, I just don't, I don't know why people have to lie. And my response is like, Look, dude, this is here is my take on it. One, people don't value the length of a fish like we do. A lot of people, it's more like, oh, you know, the fish weighed seven pounds or whatever right. two i think you know a lot of that's just fishing fisherman culture of like yeah, it's
1: fishing stories that's like yeah, a
0: hundred percent so it's yeah. it's somewhat ignorance somewhat not it's caring tradition. what are you somewhat somewhat you know believe in your own lies you know yeah, that's it's that's true
1: what What are we supposed to do? Just, I mean, that's, what do you, you hate your ancestors? What do you,
0: (laughs) come on, dude, let them have their moment.
1: Yeah, Yeah, so I understand the, the inclination on social media to be like, you're a, you know, like to fight with people and argue with people, just let the guy live in his little world. Like, nice. Yeah. And that's, that's probably
0: like, you know, like I said, that's probably where I would be coming from.
1: I mean, here's the thing. Like you encourage that guy instead of bashing on him, mm -hmm. you like, Dude, that's a f- awesome fish. Nice work. You are you should be proud of that one. That's a good one. Eventually, if he gets serious enough about the sport, he's not going to do that stupid stuff anymore. He's going to look, probably go back and delete that photo, honestly. <laughs> but yeah. you, know, you you run the risk of being like, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah, nice. What is that? Three pounder, 23 incher or whatever. You know, whatever. I mean, just let the guy have his moment. Yeah, Eventually, he's going to hate that moment. And he's going to be like, I'm going to delete that, or you know, he'll be not really a serious fisherman. And then why are you bothering with him?
0: Yeah, and and people on that thread were staying very cordial, and nobody got, you know, nobody got. And, and it, there were there were some doozies on there, bud. Like there were some fish that were like, oh, it happened wow. every thread, like, and I've-
1: that is silently sit in judgment no doubt but <laughs> yeah. but at the same time like I said i mean from my perspective the social media fishing thing it's toxic it's weird um from my perspective the bet the best approach which nobody cares what my perspective is anyways and you probably shouldn't i guess but i'll just tell you that i think a healthier way for us as anglers to go about interacting on social media with other anglers when they post a picture unless they're just being openly provocative or like trolling or whatever, and you feel inclined to engage with that person on a weird level, by all means. But, you know, I don't think that you're encouraging what you hope to encourage by doing the thing where you jump down some kid's throat about saying that he caught a 19-inch his personal best.
0: Yeah. My it's- personal belief is
1: probably, if anything, you're going to maybe, maybe in the short term, the guy will stop doing that. But maybe also, you know, he won't be as excited about going out and fishing. You know, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just don't think it's necessary. I think if you're jumping down people's throats, like I said, the best way if you want to, you know, promote the sport and to get people into it is just be like, nice, nice work. That's a good one. Yeah. Enjoy your fish.
0: I agree. I mean, the thing is we're, you know, at one point in our lives, we probably would have been the guy that's like, you're full of shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're, we're older now to the point where we understand, like, you know, uh, the, if you think about it this way, like if you like get a new job and you like go into an office and like you meet another guy, that's a fisherman, like you're going to be like automatically friends. Right. Like, because in, in in our world, like someone who's like really into fishing is fairly rare. You know, I, I won't say it's rare. It's just like, you know, if you're into smallmouth fishing, like there's not you know, it's not like ton of people out there. And like for me, I like to pass my like my enthusiasm, my passion on for that to other people. And you can't do that if you're, you know, trashing somebody. You're just never gonna you know I'm what I'm saying. They're they're brothers, you know, they're brothers, uh they're they're in the brotherhood. Like you gotta just embrace people. those people and over time. You know, I remember when I first started fishing with you, and I've told this story on the podcast before, but you were like, you're counting rock bass. You were you were <laughs> saying you caught four pounders. <laughs> Dude, and, you know, I didn't, tradition. I didn't jump all over you. I didn't, I didn't do the whole like shame you. Like, it's different when, I, you, it's different when you hear
1: it from a friend versus some Yeah. Like, well, you remember like Central Missouri who just like gets a, a cob up his ass and wants to go yeah, yeah. You on the internet.
0: If you remember, it was like probably the fourth or fifth time we went fishing and we were like in the car on the way back. I was like, hey, dude, uh, I was like, you really need to start measuring your fish and and uh, doing the length. And you're kind of like, really? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, just, it's a lot more accurate, you know. And then, you know, it kind of evolved into like, that's just how, how we classify fish now. Yeah, I mean, I fished you my whole
1: life, but, you know, measuring fish by inches was really just not something you ever...
0: Yeah, and I didn't do that either until I got into a little bit of the kayak scene. So I And mean, then
1: once once it was explained to me about what why you do it, it's like, "Oh, that makes perfect sense." I, yep. I, you know, I'll do it. But you know, I think uh yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I we're, just think, we're length purists. Yeah, I just think you just need to um you know, I've been I've been weighing some fish this year actually, but like so I just think people just need to chill out a little bit. I mean, I think it comes from a place of you know, a lot of guys think, you know, I'm the, I'm God's gift of fishing all the way down to it's my job to make sure that people do it the right way or, you know, I don't, I don't really understand what the, what the drive is behind it, but, you know, I don't think it's really, <laughs> I don't really think it's, you know, just don't do it.
0: So oh, I think, uh, this, this program where you say 60 minutes were, uh, It's going to run out of the free time here here's here's a question for you
1: okay and i'm not being specific to anyone so if you're listening to this you know don't don't be like oh he's talking about you know if you think i'm talking about you i promise you that's just your ego so check it dude before you wreck yourself In the words of who said that check yourself before you wreck yourself i don't remember but anyways it (laughs) it was the rapper uh so anyways how do you feel about guys that should know better posting big numbers without the fish on a board? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I'm not, <laughs> don't, don't do that. I, that's, exa- that's not what I'm doing. I'm not talking about anybody specific at all.
0: Well, it could actually apply to several people. That I know. That's what I'm saying. Know. It could apply to a lot uh, of people. Shame on them. Dude. <laughs> shame on them. That, you like, don't
1: think that you reach a certain level. Where either one you don't care what the plebs think about your fishing prowess or number Maybe two somewhere. you reach a certain level and you're like who I've got credibility
0: yeah I I, I know we're, we're running out of time so I we get to elaborate on that but yes I'm I'm in the same camp as you on that. I think it's somewhat uh, shameful. Um,
1: I, well, don't move me in with you because I didn't express my opinion on it at all.
0: Uh, it's somewhat shameful. <laughs> um, um, so I got two things. One, shout out to Max Turner. The dude is the king of fishing memes, by the way. He really is, uh, man. He put, a, he put this post up. I don't know if you can I see that. I saw it. Yes, I yeah, saw it. He put up a hat. says, women fear me, fish fear me. Men turn their eyes away from me as I walk. No beast dare make a sound in my presence. I'm alone on this barren earth. <laughs> such a great... Great uh saying there. Uh last thing though before we go, uh if you stuck around for this episode, you're gonna be rewarded with the uh discount code to achigan Nice. It's hashtag WetboyNation for 15% off.
1: <laughs> That's one time. Wet boy Nation. Yeah. Um so we're gonna be cut off in eight seconds. I'd like, so. like to point out that you cut we'll me off happens. to Hang give the commercial.
0: It's, keep, it's going. It's keep going. You cut
1: me off to give a commercial <laughs> and to compliment Max Turner in the middle <laughs> in the middle of my question. I mean, I like Max. Don't get me wrong. And then you lo- tried to loop me in with your opinion on something. When I I know, I, I,
0: I know how you feel about it, bud. We've talked about no, it. No, I,
1: I I do. Uh, here's what I think. Uh, just giving the benefit of the doubt to the guys that do this. Because there are a bunch. Um, They probably look at it as like... Not anything that anybody would question. Like, why would people not believe that I caught this? Because there are people that have caught hundreds and thousands of big fish over the course of their lives and have credibility and notoriety or whatever they have or an ego or whatever they've got. But they probably look at it that way. But I can tell you from the trenches, dude, from the lowest freaking position in fishing, that people are wondering. People got people got questions. No,
0: they are. And and you're opening yourself up for that. Here's what I'll say about it. This is this is my personal kind of um like unwritten rule for me. Um twenties. I don't need to I've caught a lot of twenties. So I'm not gonna post them on a the board. I don't need to. Twenty ones, I probably will, but I don't feel the need to post them on a board. Twenty twos and above. Let me let me see that shit. Let
1: oh me really? That that's shit. where your line is.
0: Yep, twenty twos and above. Like you think it has to be on a board. I think if you're going to claim it and you're going to say I caught a twenty-two inch smallmouth, you need to you need to show proof because I do not. I mean, I just don't think that that's like. There's a lot of other things in life. It's like who would run a race and set a, you know, some kind of personal best record or world record, a state record, and and not have timed proof? Like people are. Gonna, I don't care if you're the best sprinter in the world. Like people are yeah. going to be like, let me see. You know, it needs to be verified. You know, right. like if you catch a 22 inch fish, which in any part of the country, anywhere that where smallmouth are, like Wisconsin, Minnesota. Arkansas, Tennessee, it doesn't matter. A 22-inch smallmouth is special. Like, probably the fish of a lifetime for most people. Mm. I mean, I fish for smallmouth my entire, you know, adult life, and I, I've, I haven't caught anything over 21 and a half. Um, so, it is a very special fish. And uh, if you're going to catch a fish like that where you're saying, and it'd be similar it, it's similar to a 10-pound largemouth, right? Mm. If you catch a 10-pound largemouth, you better show proof. Like, I'm sorry, like, don't claim a double digit. That, that double D, you can't claim it unless you get proof. So a 22-inch smallmouth for me is like a 10-pound largemouth. Like, you hit that threshold. Like, you owe it to everyone else who's out there trying to do it to show us proof.
1: So you could argue that you owe it to the fish, even.
0: You owe it to the fish. Because you very well may have killed that fish.
1: I mean, live twenty some years. Give the man his moment.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, that's just I my opinion have open on gaskets. it. I will never mm-hmm. catch a fish that size. That's a stupid comment. Not, <laughs> would that's you say? I, not, I'm not gonna repeat it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just won't ever. If you if I catch a 22 inch fish and I, that's that's honestly probably a reason why if I did catch a 23 like I would. I'm not saying the mouth has to be slammed closed, but like it's not going to be gaping open. Mm -hmm. So that's just my personal ethos. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going for. And you know, if, if I don't live up to that, you guys can record this, you know, on your phone
1: and play it back to me. So the Um, open mouth thing, the open mouth measuring thing, I did not realize there was such a heavy stigma associated with it. It's
0: not so, I'm not saying you have to go by like tournament rules. tournament rules technically a quarter of an inch can't be open more than a quarter of an inch. oh jeez um so but like here's the thing if you go if you would submit that to some sort of regulatory body that's like oh we we're gonna you know say this is a record like if you can't pass it through that, I don't really think that it's fair to claim that inches. I mean, like I said, I'm not saying it has like if I put it on a board and the mouth's open, but it's like, you know, it's just got a gap there. It's just, it's not like, you know, I I'm I'm okay with that. But what I'm not okay with is like manipulating the jaw so it's wide open and the bottom of the lips barely touching and the end of the tail's barely touching. That to me would feel dirty, mm. and I would probably just leave it as like if it was 22 and three quarter, I would probably leave it at that and be like, hey, I caught a 22 and three quarter fish.
1: I don't know, dude. I, I feel like um, we are we are kind of on the same page about the about the, you know, big names and fishing, you know, just posting up these big old big old numbers with no backing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just Just to give them the benefit of the doubt. Like I said, they probably just assume that nobody would even like, why would anybody question it? You know, oh,
0: and, yeah, but people—the thing is, the the people that care—I don't, I don't fault them. And
1: the also, people that care will question it. And care. most people probably don't listen to this podcast, so they probably won't, because they're actually, you know, like, what what are these guys doing?
0: Hey, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I mean, I bet we have some people lurking on the on the airwaves listening to this. I mean, especially guys, if there's one particular picture that resurfaced here recently and um which i think w- maybe maybe brought that sort of topic up and like i mean guys like that they're real big smallmouth guys like I again i wasn't
1: i'm not speaking of anybody at all specific this i am is, this is this
0: is you want me to call them out on the air
1: no i don't totally i don't know who do you're that. talking about but i don't want you to do it do you want me to call them out If you feel comfortable doing that, by all means, but I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be real honest. The last (laughs) picture. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it.
0: it. Larry Dahlberg, dude. No, that is so much worse than I thought it would be. No, Larry Dahlberg, bud. You got that 24 incher, bud? 24? I need to see that on a board. (laughs) I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) I am astonished that you would call it Larry Dahlberg. I mean, uh, the absolute look how red my face is that you did that
0: i mean he designed the whopper plopper he's got to be a good dude but maybe maybe there is a maybe there is a picture of that particular fish on a board that i haven't seen but there was like four guys that messaged us that picture and they were like they were like they were like 24 inches and i said the one the one guy i replied to he goes he goes um I said, I said, man, that's a monster fish. I said, but I'd really like to see that on a board. And he like laughed and he was like, he's like, yeah, yeah, that 20, what do you say? Like, yeah, that 21 inch fish or something (laughs) real sarcastic like that. And I was like,
1: I was like, Hey, I don't know. I think that Larry Dahlberg, he was like a complete legend in the sport. Is like, he's a complete legend of sport. He's just hey just He here's just the thing. Listen, he just. Hey, Larry. Listen, Larry. No, here's, no, a thing. No, don't, don't. here's the
0: thing, Larry. I'm, I'm a, I'm a laid out there for you, bud. Oh man. Like I have mad respect for you. You, so you brought. You brought a. You've you've designed a lot of flies. You know. You caught a lot of fish. You know. Legendary guide. I, hey, I, mad respect for you. Come on the podcast and talk about it. Oh no, man.
1: Oh man! I mean, rock, rock, rock. The dude, should
0: come on the podcast and just be like, "Hey, either a I have a pic here's I have a picture on a board and I posted it, or I didn't post it, and here's why or whatever." Come on, uh, we'll talk about it. I never said that that fish wasn't twenty four inches. It looks humongous. It it, it for sure looks humongous. But I'm saying is, if you're gonna a twenty four inch small mouth, uh, that guy knows like a twenty four inch small mouth is. I mean, that's unbelievable size that's like a 15 to 17 pound largemouth like and guys that catch 15 to 17 pound largemouth i'm sorry smallmouth nation guys you know all these like high-end guys out there like gonna, the culture if you i don't care if you're the best small mouth or the best largemouth fisherman in the world if you catch a 15 pound largemouth, like you're gonna have a picture of it or a video of it hang on a scale it's just it's just the way it is like and it's not i didn't make up that rule you no. know but so you know i just some, um you know i i personally i think it's it's uh you you, you owe it to guys who dedicate their lives to doing stuff like that to post a picture right? and maybe maybe he did at one point like i don't know but damn. like i said he should come on the podcast and talk about it i'd love to have larry dahlberg on here
1: damn dude you're yeah. so you're so damn alpha you know that? <laughs> just like yeah larry dahlberg i'm calling him out it's like it's like, it's like if uh some like fat accountant <laughs> had a had a podcast about golf and they're just like, I'll tell you who I'm sick of their shit. Phil Mickelson.
0: <laughs> hey, I mean, I might not be Larry <laughs> Dahlberg's yeah. status, but but I, I don't hey we we're influent we're influential in the smallmouth world. Maybe hey, not I, now, dude. We have you take a, a, you take a shot a at the king, boys.
1: he's gonna take a shot at the king and don't kill him, dude. He's gonna come for vengeance upon us. He's gonna I, <laughs> I hope somebody listens
0: to this and contacts him. Oh. There's no, there's no, there's no, I've never said anything uh, derogatory about the guy, except that I just want to see that picture on a board. That's all I'm saying. Like,
1: so damn alpha. Oof, I can
0: that's promise good. you this. If I catch 24 inch smallmouth, Yeah. I'm going to post <laughs> a picture of that thing on the board everywhere. Damn.
1: Dear. Everywhere. This, so here's what I've been wondering. That. The Kayak Bass Nation Facebook page. Have you mm-hmm. have you, you ever followed that thing? Yeah, dude, yeah. It's, it is, it's wild. I mean, it's great. It's oh, great yeah. page. It's some. There's some really funny stuff. Um, but I always wonder, like, who these guys are on here, just going absolutely berserk. You're one of those guys. You, <laughs> timed out, Larry Dahlberg. It's insanity, but I love it. I. That's why I love I you. Yeah. I'll stand, I'll stand by you, dude. I'll I'll ride or die with you.
0: I hope he, I, I, that would be awesome to have him on the podcast to talk about it. Cause I, I, I think, think if Larry,
1: that, but this is the thing, if Larry Dahlberg was on our podcast, we'd have so much, so many more interesting things to talk to him about.
0: There's not much more interesting than a
1: 24 inch smallmouth. Well, that's, that's probably true. Yeah. I mean, anyway, 20, a 24
0: inch smallmouth, Chris. Yeah. Could you imagine seeing a 20? Now, I will say this a yeah. lot, cause a lot of people ask us, like, you know, you know, about like, whether you would go to catch that. And if we think they exist in Indiana and blah, 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 probably in
1: his area, if they were going to exist.
0: Yeah. That, that like Virginia, West Virginia,
1: yeah.
0: you know, that kind of, I don't eastern, doubt it at all. Yeah. Like they're definitely there. That's like the prime, as much as we love Minnesota and Wisconsin and Michigan, like those fish don't get long, like they get down there. And, mm. um, I a hundred percent believe that it's possible I just, you know, I have a thing about it. So Damn, whether it's whether it's uh, I don't care any of those big guys, you know, Blaine Chocolate or Mike Schultz or, you know, anybody. I feel like if those guys catch a fish that, right. you know, that they're going to claim is a fish that they know
1: hey, is a is Do it at your own peril. Fish. Josh Shrinko on the Smalley Talk podcast is going to come after you, dude, if you do it. So just be be <laughs> advised. You're on notice, yeah. dude. Those Giant guys. The killer. thing
0: is, though, as much as you're saying, I'm calling them out. Those guys know,
1: they know. Thanks. Like I, I'm, I'm, they know. know. I'm gonna call out. I'm gonna call them out right now because you've done a lot of call outs, and I'm about sick of me not having a call out. So get ready for your call out, dude. Go ahead, Hank Parker. <laughs> 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 no I, I don't know. I don't have anybody I just think everybody you know I just think it's really awesome that we we live in a time when we can uh, you know know who these people are and uh, we can all talk about fishing in such a cool disconnected way I mean you know these people we'd never even would know about or hear about you know people like Max Turner and Blaine Chocolate and Larry Dahlberg and you know, we wouldn't even have you never just, heard. You of just it. put, you just put Max Turner in the same sentence as those guys. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting ready to He's do more good. sentences, more, more people. Oh, uh, he... uh, Bill Dance, Derek um, <laughs> <laughs> Burton. No, I, I would know Derek already, but, but, and just in general, like all, the, all the whole fishing community. I mean, we're all, like you said, we're all, we're all brothers and, and, and fishing. So, you know, it, it's pretty cool that we live in a time when you can. You know keep track there is a little bit of a community even though we all live in different places and we have different uh activity levels and you know influence and years under our belt or whatever it's it's pretty awesome dude it's social media used for the right purposes is a very powerful tool so yep it's it's it's
0: definitely changed you know from when our
1: i mean not what is what's not positive about it is freaking jackasses getting on the internet calling out legends about fish (laughs)
0: sizes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Hey, I'm not, I ain't scared.
1: Oh, so So. the reason I brought the Kayas Bass Nation page, I was going to shift topics, but I just am so blown away by your gall. that I had to to circle back to it. Um, No, the reason I brought up this Kayak Bass Nation page, dude, it's if you don't follow it, just, I don't know, dude, grab the popcorn, open it up, because it is... Whew, it is wild in there uh, they were doing pedophile call outs <laughs> like on, a, oh, on I did, a I saw that on a kayak bass fishing page like it was like hey, an this? owner
0: of some like tackle shop that got busted for like um pedophilia or whatever
1: yeah and, they're just like yeah this guy's a pedophile just right there on the page. it was like jeez and then, I mean they're just like going you know they' they're funny dude those they guys call are, it, they don't call it the cesspool for nothing. They, che- they call out cheaters, like, so aggressively on there, dude. Those guys yeah, were... as they should. The, the guys in the Old West that would, like, shoot people over cheating in poker. Like me, <laughs> I... like if somebody the Facebook
0: cheated, version of that. <laughs> yeah, dude,
1: it's exactly what it is, and people don't realize it. Like, nothing is new under the sun, dude. Those guys were the guys that were shooting people at poker tables. The guys that are in the Kayak Bass Nation uh, page going going bonkers. And, all, you know, the world needs those people. Those people are the reason why we have towns in California, by the way. So if you think I'm lesser <laughs> <like>, Western expansion. <laughs> it's like people just like you to be like, yes, I'll go live on the edge of the universe next to cavemen while they just like freaking come into my town and rape our women and drive the guy. <laughs> That sounds like awesome. That sounds exactly like what I wanted. Have to do. Have
0: you think. seen Bone Tomahawk, by the way?
1: I, I have not, no. but. <laughs> You haven't seen that, oh, dude. By the way, my that. last comment was probably extremely offensive, so
0: I'm just—I don't know what that was offensive. Like to I say, caveman.
1: Caveman, maybe, yeah. But the, <laughs> you need
0: to watch. You need to watch Bone
1: Tomahawk. Oh, yeah. really? Pretty good. It's
0: it's the best modern western that I've seen. I freaking love it. I mean, it's not. It's different than like a Tombstone type of um, thing. It's got Kurt Russell in it, though, dude. It is good. Hmm. It's good. Uh, you need to like watch it. The next movie you watch,
1: um, I but, thought Bone Tomahawk would be a different type of movie,
0: <laughs> dude. You'll see why it's called Bone Tomahawk. It's dude. It's uh, good. Yeah, it sounds like
1: a porn star's name. Bone Tomahawk.
0: I, I know where you're going with it.
1: <laughs>
0: um, what were we uh, talking
1: about? Oh, the the cheater thing, dude. Yeah, it's it's just kind of it's kind of wild. I guess that, it's- stuff,
0: that stuff doesn't surprise me. It's you know people
1: cheat. And
0: everything. And if there's a dollar to be made or even not a dollar to be made, if there's like pride on the line, people cheat, dude. That's just like human nature. It's what people do, man. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I've cheated at times before in my life. So you do do a little, 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 little small cheat to like get, you know, get ahead in a race or something like that, you know, and you justify it in your own mind. And some guys are just willing to just like, Throw any sort of moral compass out the window and just like cut tails on fish and you know do all kinds of wild stuff. That's, yeah, that's
1: what that's the one I was referencing. Those guys yeah, on like, that on that page, we're talking about some guy that had been clipping the tail off of a fish or something. It
0: was yeah. Well, there, so there was two allegedly. Like one,
1: I should say the one
0: Engelbert. the one dude cut uh, uh, an entire like section of a fish off. And what he did was he took that fake, you know, fake section of the fish and he put his hand over the real tail and it made it appear as though the fish was longer than it was. So oh. he's, so that, that was one. The other one took a, um, a fish that he caught, let's say it's 18 inches, took a picture of it, left it in the water for a long time so it changed its spots. Then he cut the tail up so it looked like a different type of fish. A different fish, right. measured and took a separate picture of that one and claimed it as a separate fish, and they were able to tell, like, from the markings of the fish, that it was the same fish. And he had literally just mutilated the tail and tried to claim it. And yeah, that's that was what that guy got bust for. That was just
1: like a couple weeks ago. We so. should have that guy on the podcast. You're gonna call out <laughs> Larry Dahlberg. who's probably a saint, and we we could have called that guy out.
0: I, I, here's the thing. I, I, I would bet good money on it that, that our listeners are going to try to get Larry Dahlberg on the podcast. God.
1: This is not the conditions, but which <laughs> you want to meet him. I do. I, I will. It'll be, it'll make for a good conversation. Dude, you could have possibly ended up on his yacht, his fishing yacht, where you and with a six month <laughs> supply of. Sea to sea whopper ploppers, or whatever they are,
0: river to sea. You don't even know the name of the company. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, honestly, I man, I think that's all I have is pretty good. Conversation. <laughs> is <that it? laughs>
1: Anybody else you want to
0: <laughs> let's end this podcast for? I ruined my entire fishing
1: career. Wait, <laughs> hey, is your dad listening? You got anything to take up with him on the air? <laughs> And here's another thing, Paul. We need to talk about this. <laughs> I know you had pornos. Oh yeah, man. Dude, yeah. It, dude. Man. I think maybe a, a few more call outs would <laughs> be really set this thing off. <laughs> oh, look how red my face is and still
0: <laughs> I I thought it was a good one though, man. I um uh,
1: Yeah, it was something. Like I
0: said, I, I uh I'll stand behind what I say. I'm not gonna back down and if the dude was that's standing works, right in front of me, man. I'd say the same thing.
1: That's what worries me I about you, promise. dude. You will not back down. You've, you've seen <laughs> you all, all... Back
0: numbers. down. <laughs> that's,
1: that's Tom. Tom Petty. Anyways, all right, man. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is uh, our, la- our last episode. <laughs> I got to say, out of all the episodes we've ever done... I just pray to God it was boring enough in the first 57 minutes that people, people gave well,
0: up. You know, people are going to be tagging Larry Dolberg on in Instagram. I can't believe you there. did
1: it. I can't believe you did this. So, anyways, uh, free the fighter while we can. <laughs> <laughs> free <laughs> the fighter, dude. All
0: right. uh-huh. Bye.
1: Ha <laughs>